Welcome to All Wakey, Aren't We? I'm Cy Boyle, and this is my review of our match against Ollerton Town. 14th of October, Wakefield AFC, 11, Ollerton Town, 0. In front of a crowd of 368, who, let's face it, they were there to see a bit of history for us. First time we've actually scored that in a league game. The lineup for the match in goal, Henry Kendrick. A back four of Aaron Pilkington, Jack Durkin, Corey Woodward, Callum Charlton. Midfield pairing of Nathan Hawkhead and Jaden Sandu. Attacking midfield, Mason Ruby, Cameron Barnett, Seb Losa, and up front, Kieran Cisse. Substitutes used, all five. Jake Morrison, Danny Ewell, Ed Busfield, Owen Derrett and George Bristol. So, as I say, a piece of history there. Um, It's the first time we've scored 11 in a league game. We have previously scored 15 in a match. Uh, That was against Fieldhead Hospital back in 2021 in one of the West Riding Cup competitions. Um, But obviously that was uh, a lower tier side that we're playing. And and in this match on Saturday, we've got 11-0 against a team in the same division. So, a tremendous result. Um, And to say we're also missing... For this game, Billy Mole and Oli Rodriguez-Green with suspensions shows the the depth that we've we've got, certainly in attacking uh, positions, in attacking midfield, uh, which is where most of our goals came from, certainly, especially in terms of creation. A quick word as well to one lad who made his 50th appearance for us. Uh, So well done, Aaron Pilkington. That's 50 games for him, so he becomes another player to join the 50 club. Um, and although we got eight scorers in this match from the team, eight different scorers for those 11 goals, Aaron wasn't one of them and he's yet to get his first goal for the club. So now that he's got to 50 games, hopefully he can uh, get his first goal for us soon. So I think in terms of recapping the match, it's almost like me listing the goals for you really, which is not often I get to do that. Um, usually we've got some real contentious points where we're talking about battling for the game and who's sending off here. There's no yellow cards, no sending off, not even got a complaint about the referee from this one, which I know you'll probably think is quite a change for me. Um, But the game flowed nicely and there was nothing... I mean, he didn't have anything to trouble him. You know, there was was no... To to, to credit Ollerton on this one, despite them going... You know, once they got a few goals down, they didn't start lunging in and going in with flying tackles and, and getting dirty or anything like some some teams do once the back's up against it and they're losing um it was a well officiated nice clean game from both sides i think sometimes in the second half one of the linesmen was a little happy with the flag uh, for the offsides probably with it putting up in a bit of sympathy but that's a biased opinion and you obviously i couldn't see the the uh, the offside as well as uh as well as they do but some a couple of them seemed like they would definitely have been onside but it's not like I can complain about the number of goals we got when we got 11 on the day as it is. Um, we, we felt a little bit sorry for the keeper, um, to be fair, for the other side. And I think he needs a chiropractor now because probably put his back out, picking the ball out of the net that much. Um, especially when 
it, it, the first half we'd scored seven goals in a period of 20 minutes. So he, he was picking the ball out of the net more often than he'd actually put a hand on it before it got there. So first 20 minutes, 20, 25 minutes was uh, nothing really. There was no goals and we'd had chances where we weren't putting them away. And you, for a little bit, you do wonder if it's going to be another one of those days where we have all the, the possession, we have the creation, we get to the final part of the pitch and and just miss chances. That happens sometimes uh, in football. Um, and it looked like that could be the case uh, until we got the first goal and, and then the floodgates opened, really. So I'll work through the goals for you uh, in as, as swift fashion as we can, since we've got 11 to get through. So the first goal was from Jack Durkin which it was a corner that led to that and he he didn't meet it overly cleanly but it's still um i wouldn't call it quite a scuffed shot but it, it wasn't a, a sweet strike let's you know somewhere in between uh but it's found its way into the net uh, and that's his third goal for us uh in his first season um so he's doing very well there um three minutes later Jaden sandu got his first goal of the game Scoring after two previous shots had been blocked, so it was cannoning around a bit in the in the area. And he still managed to put that away. Uh, then we had six minutes to wait for the next one, which was quite there was the longest period before the end of the end of the half without a goal. And it was Jaden again. That was the only end to make it 3-0. Uh, a great run and assist from Callum. Charlton on the left, feeding Jaden, who scooped it up into the uh, the top corner, and that's 16 goals for Jaden now. So it's a good tally for him, and he's not far off his 50th game as well for us. I think he's got another two or three to go for that. Two minutes later, Seb Losa, um got his first league goal for us um, when Jaden assisted on that one. Fed Seb in one-on-one, who slotted past the keeper. Four minutes later, 41 minutes, Kieran Cissé gets his first goal of the game. Uh, Cameron went down the right flank uh, very well, cut back, and Cameron had a really good game as well. To be fair, as while we're mentioning good, good, uh, good performances, Cameron uh, went down the right flank, cut back. Kieran's shot um, deflected in off of, off of a defender, um, but he was credited with the goal because um, I think it was. It looked like it had been going in anyway, but uh, it sort of cannon. The keeper didn't get there once it came off the defender. Uh, one minute before half time, Mason Ruby got his first goal, nicking the ball off the centre back after a really poor touch from the centre back. Um, I, I think for the Ollerton defence, when your day wasn't your day, it was definitely Saturday. Uh, and the ball came to him. If he'd have got a good first touch, he'd been able to control it and and play it to safety. His first touch was heavy, and I think he stumbled on it and then. Jaden nicked the ball, uh, Mason nicked the ball off him and uh, and scored his first of the game. And then it was a minute later when he got another goal, taking him to 15 in total for the club, five for this season, and rounding off our seven goals in 20 minutes. So we made some changes at half-time, including a rarity for some of us fans that stand on the north stand, realising that we were going to be playing towards the other end where... Obviously, all the action was going to be if the first half was anything to go by. So usually we'd just stay at one end and watch. But um, there seemed to be a little point in that other than to keep Henry company. 
which we didn't do. We well, quite a lot of us went down to the other end uh, to try and draw the ball into the net from uh, from the other side, and the goals continued to come. Five minutes into the second half, um, we'd brought on three subs straight away uh, at the start of the second half, and one of those substitutes, Jake Morrison, got his forty third goal for us, uh, chipping over the keeper. Um, to net for that one for him so it's strange on a day where you've got 11 goals and Jake playing even if it is only for 45 minutes you'd expect him to be on three or four of those perhaps uh, and he's still working his way back uh, obviously for from injury getting back to full fitness um, so he's not being used uh, in full um, and I think I want to say we took our foot off the gas. I mean, obviously, with seven goals, you're not going to be playing playing full pelts. We still managed to put the goals in. Um, but I think he'd probably got more if he'd have been playing in the first 45 than the second. And sometimes the ball just wouldn't come to him um, when we were getting attacking positions. Either the pass wouldn't right quite reach him or the cross wasn't just there. It, it just didn't fall for him right, unfortunately. Um, but at least he managed to get one. I will mention on this point, um, that's my funniest part of the day was 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 after the match on on the way home, uh, when my youngest son, uh, Harrison, who'd seen Jake after the match and Jake hadn't got his top on, he got one of those training tops on, and Harrison says to me, "Dad, why why is Harry why is uh, why is Jake wearing a bra?" <laughs> I thought they were bra those the, the little training tops that they have underneath, which obviously tracks the movement they use for the for the data. Um, but yeah, it was quite funny that he thought Jake was playing in a bra. Um, so I had to explain to him, no, it's not. It's just there to track them during the games. That that was that was my moment of uh, of levity. That was the funniest part of the day for me. Um, Sixty nine minutes. Cameron Barnett got his goal, uh, which is his second goal for us. But it was his first league start. Uh, his other goal, of course, being the winner against Horbury, um, which will you know always go down in uh, in folklore for that one, getting the four three winner. Um, so he got the end uh, of, of a goal to make you know, a cap a really good performance for him, uh, filling in for, for Billy Moll, which obviously is uh, big shoes to fill because Billy's been a regular man of the match contender for the past half, you know, however many games we've played this season, really. He's always been up there and scoring. Um, so well done to Cameron for that game. Eight minutes from time, Corey Woodward got a goal. Um his thirteenth for us, and back in back in the lineup after a little bit of time out with an injury and an illness. Um, so it's good to see him back in the line, um, chested in. I think really either chest or shoulder, but uh, it was it was a corner that came across, and uh, it just dropped before he could get a head onto it, so it came in off his chest. But everything counts. Um, so that was ten goals for us. So we got for, got into double figures, and we thought that was going to be it. Until right on the stroke of full time, and I think the ref blew his whistle after this goal. Kieran Cissé dribbled into the area and got his eighth goal for the club uh, with a good run and score as well. Um, great performance from all the lads. Um, you can only—it it was a poor team from from Alton. You have to be honest with that, um, but you've still got to go out there and do the job and, and beat what's in front of you, and they totally did. But I will rewind a little bit here because there was another little moment. Um, to to recap, in between Corey's goal and um, and Kieran's on the uh, on the stroke of full time, 
Eddie Busfield um, had an injury, a cut, um, which looked quite nasty, and went off. And the only substitute that was left on the bench was our goalkeeper, um, George Bristol. So the club hunted and found a spare outfield shirt uh, and put him on as an extra outfield player. Rather than playing with 10 men, there was no points, so they they put him on and stuck him up front uh, in the outfield, and he nearly scored. So that would have been quite a story. And not just nearly scored, but nearly scored a dramatic goal of the season contender if it had gone in. Uh, From a corner, he goes up, and it's looping towards him at the back post, and he attempts an overhead bicycle kick, which drops the wrong side of the post. And if that had gone in... um, that would certainly have been a headline in itself. Um, so well well done, A, for playing outfield, and well done for attempting uh, a goal of the season contender. You do, would we, I was going to say, would we have done that if, if it had been a closer game and it was only like a, a 1-0 lead or something? But rather than being down to 10 men, I suppose you would do. You'd still, you'd still put your goalkeeper in somewhere where he can try and cause a threat and cause some trouble. Um, maybe he's, maybe could be our uh, our new backup striker now. You never know. Uh, could have found a new position for him. Um, but yeah, a good day out for us. Um, you can tell it's getting a little bit colder now, so it wasn't really exactly a, a a summery day. But although the sun was out, um, but it's great to get such a high score. Um, certainly, like I say, our record in, in a league game. We've never got double figures in a league game before, and only done it that once before. Uh, in the cup so well done to all the lads on that one the good thing is the the goal difference that we got from that does put us up an extra place because if we'd only got three or four we'd be fifth in the table but we're up to fourth now um so goal goal difference has put us above the team behind us but although we are fourth at the moment there are two teams behind us who've got games in hand not just one but sort of multiple games that's Parkgate and retford united um, who've both had good seasons so far. So whether that fourth is realistic, you know, it could be could be six, which is just on the cusp of the playoffs, is that outside it. Um, we're really going to know where we are, I suppose, after the next game. We've got Swallownest, who out of the bottom team, uh, only have two points this season. We're playing them on Tuesday away. Once that game is passed, and we're not taking that one for granted because you've still got to win these games, but once that game is passed, then we've got uh, Parkgate and Mumwell Town. And those are the two games that are really going to give us an indication of, of how far we've come um, since the games where we've dropped points earlier in the season. Um, so hopefully, if we can do well in those, then we could go on a good run towards Christmas and, and see where we are coming out there. If we don't, then we could be battling for the playoffs. We'll have to wait and see. Um, but yeah, I think those are going to be the real indicators of uh, of how we're doing this season. But leaving it here on a high, 11 goals, three points, clean sheet. Well done, Henry, for your clean sheet as well, because you know still need to keep alert for the odd chance that came, uh, came their way. be interesting to see when, when Austin does his match report for the stats to see in terms of the, the shots on target and off target for both to, to see how they did. Because I can't remember them having anything that troubled Henry, but I could be wrong. So we'll wait and see. Um, but that's it for this match review. Uh, please feel for, free to follow us. As always, we're on X, we're on Facebook, at All Wakey, Aren't We? 
And that's it for this match report. Thank you again for listening. I'm Cy Boyle, and we are all wiki, aren't we?